This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, we're not done talking about federal politics just yet, thanks to another very interesting story that came up over the weekend. Now, Green Party leader Elizabeth May has been talking this morning about her disappointment that Jody Wilson-Raybould and Jane Philpott decided not to join her party. But what about the MPs she does have, like the recently elected Green MP in Nanaimo Ladysmith, Paul Manley? Well, he found himself in some hot water over the weekend after audio of some of his comments on a podcast resurfaced. Uh, Have a little snippet to what he had to say about the media's coverage of the 9-11 terror attacks. Corporate media are all bought into the whole 9-11 thing. I mean, you you know, like you, if you, if you talk to uh, those people, they're, they're going to, they're going to tell you you're a conspiracy theorist. Uh, yeah, there is actually more to come on this. In an interview with Global News this weekend, he explained his perspective and his point of view. Things were coming out about uh, the information around the Iraq war and what was true and what wasn't true. And so, you know, you're trying to parse through all kinds of information about, about complex issues and figure out, uh, you know, what is truth and what is, what is not true about these things. Okay, what does that actually mean then? What was he actually believing when it came to 9-11? Paul Manley also said that he thinks the people or the person who kind of dug up this audio from the past did this to try and take focus away from what he says really matters. I think they're trying to create a distraction and they're probably trying to create a distraction from what's really important right now, which is climate change. I'm sure that's what he wants to talk about rather than some of the comments that he made. The thing is, he didn't get this kind of scrutiny during the election campaign. I'm not sure everybody thought that he was going to win that. So now it comes. Let's talk more about this. Joining us now is Richard Zisman, our global news online journalist at the BC Legislature. Hi, Richard. Hi, Simi. Where did this come from? So we got sent this audio, uh, two different interviews that was done in 2007 and 2011. Uh, they are from an interview he did with a radio show that was on campus radio uh, that's now posted online called Unbought and Unbossed, hosted by a conspiracy theorist named Raymond Geisler. Uh, he doesn't have his show anymore on Nanaimo Radio, uh, but the audio dates back, um, as I mentioned, uh, more than a decade in one case and then uh, eight years in the other case. And you played some of that audio. That's from the 2007 interview. Uh, The comments in that one uh, will stand out more to people. And I think the big thing here, Simi, is Paul Manley was an independent filmmaker. Uh, He's known for having uh, some out there ideas, some that have been proven, some that haven't been. And now that he is an MP, he will be questioned on a lot of those ideas because the 9-11 truth movement is one of those things that has been highly concerned concerning to people in terms of questioning uh, how 9-11 unfolded, who was responsible. You explained it very well there. Manley's defense is he was referring only to Saddam Hussein and Iraq's involvement, which has now been proven false. But another thing I found, he did this interview in October of 2007. In April of that year, U.S. officials were out there telling the public Iraq is not involved in this. They were not involved in 9-11. So Manley was holding on 
to old ideas, even when he did that interview in the fall of 2007, questioning, no doubt, what the government was telling him. Uh, and the government was right all along when they stood up in the spring of 2007 and said Iraq is not involved in 9-11. So even to hold those views are, are right. controversial and untrusting of what governments do. Also, he seems a bit kind of taken aback that this kind of stuff would come up now. But honestly, has he not followed any politics ever, knowing that this is what happens when you run for <laughs> politics? I, I think he was more nervous than he was taken aback. I think, you know, and you just listen to some of the comments he made in 2007. If you come out with a statement that says it's all bunk, they're going to take that one 15-second clip and they're going to deride you with it and then discredit you in the eyes of the Canadian public. Well, I think Manley was pretty sure about how things unfold when you make comments like this. I just don't think at that point when he was saying it, he expected he was going to be an elected yeah. official, uh, which he now is uh, 12 years later. You know, this is one of those things where he was elected by the people of Nanaimo Ladysmith in a by-election. It was an historic and rare by-election considering we have the federal election coming up and a lot was made of what Manley was going to do to try to keep hold of that seat with the election coming up in October. This won't help. He was supposed to do a press conference this morning following his swearing in and less than an hour before it, he canceled the press conference. Uh, So we're still waiting to hear from him and from Elizabeth May on this. You know, I know you mentioned she's been talking about Jody Wilson-Raybould. I was just in an Adrian Dix announcement, so I didn't hear that. So I'd like to go through and see if anybody asked or what her comments were about Paul Manley, because it'd be very interesting to see how the Greens are going to proceed from this. I I actually, I haven't seen anything because I was looking for that as well. So I just wonder if there was so much focus on the uh, Jody Wilson-Raybould, Jane Fieldblatt story that this didn't get asked about. But you're right about the timeline here too, Richard. It's not like, oh, he's been elected and he's got four years to show people what he can do. He has a very small amount of time here yeah. to ask for re-election. Yeah, and one something like this will lead to people having questions. And, you know, good for Paul Manley. He took my phone calls on Saturday. We spoke a number of times. He did the interview. He addressed the comments. Uh, but he'll be asked by more people as this story is now out there and people can listen to the audio. And, you know, there may be questions from uh, his supporters and from his constituents around his views um, on 9-11 and what he knows. Now, he he said a number of times he's not a 9-11 truther, but he also had his documentary film played at a 9-11 truth festival in 2011. Ooh. Ooh. And now he's saying he was uncomfortable about it, but he still took the paycheck. And he, st- uh, he said, you know, as a documentary filmmaker, you want to get your films out in front of as many people as possible. But at that point, he never condemned organizations like that. He just seemed fine with the fact that his movie, which he said is linked to 9-11 and all of this stuff. There's a lot more details on our website around so, that. So but yeah, that, how was that he okay with that? Too. Yeah, exactly. how was he okay? with that in 2011 exactly. and he's not he's not an 9-11 truther otherwise why would you even be okay with that happening and, and his answer was simmy uh, it's hard to get independent films screened and i'm happy for anyone to watch them uh you know we can't control uh, who listens to us on the radio or watches us on the news and i think he probably felt that for an independent filmmaker but you know you had 9-11 truth movement people standing up there and introducing his film and i think if you were very concerned at the time, you may have said something about right. that movement because it is for those victims of 9-11, this movement is so damaging and destroying right around, yeah. you know, trying especially to- now in light of everything we know sure. and in all this other kind of hashtag fake news stuff that goes around like Sandy Hook truthers, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. We know how damaging that is. Yeah, absolutely. And that's. You know, one of those things where yeah. Paul Manley can say, and I, I believe him, that he doesn't prescribe in the idea that it was an inside job, 
but I do believe he still has questions around yeah. what happened and, and if the American government told the truth. And I think all of that has been proven now beyond a reasonable doubt. And, and Manley should forget those concerns that he still has. Why didn't this come up before, though, Richard? Like, why didn't this come up yeah. during the campaign? Is it because was it, he was too much of an outside shot at that point? I, I don't think so. You know, these things are hard. At this point, Simi, there is information on all of us out there on the Internet. There's so much information, <laughs> so true. videos of us doing things, pictures, audio. And I think we don't see the same sort of opposition research that we used to see. There was a past where there was a limited place to look for information on people and you'd often see it get dug up. Now it's harder and harder, I guess. I don't know. It's it's one of those things where, you know, maybe his political opponents were waiting till he won or maybe people, you know, just don't have the resources right. to dig into candidates like they used to. And, and the also point you make is a valid one. Maybe people didn't think he was going to win, but... I think if you looked at those polls, there was a pretty good chance he was going to win. And if somebody had this information before the vote, they would have released it because I think uh, it could yeah. have been something that could have altered the uh, the outcome of that yeah. uh, by-election. And yet we have another one coming up. So, Richard, thank you. <laughs> Sammy, thank you. That is Richard Zussman, our Global News Online Journalist at the BC Legislature.